Carlos, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, it's time. Niggas, get in formation. Boom. Beast Mode 2. Mmm, Scorpion. Boom. Meek Mill. Oh, shit. Yes, absolutely. Listen. Shit. Hood niggas, sensitive niggas, all niggas. Band together. Get in formation, baby. It's two belts. Welcome back. To episode 152 of Two Belts. I thank God you keep counting every time. It's on the sheet that I have. It is on the sheet, but... (laughs) It's on the call sheet that I have. Don't give them the behind the scenes. No, it is what it is. But we're back, episode 152. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you guys who've waited a patient two weeks. That's crazy, right? Now they gotta wait two weeks? I know, right? Sorry we had to do this, but it's... Stranglehold. We're just humans, you know? Stranglehold on the media and the content. We're no longer the rude disgusting robots that we were in season one where we did like 100 episodes in a row right i don't make as many jokes about shit as i did we are now decrepit late 20s salty podcasters yeah i've got gray hair on my balls with problems have you found a gray hair on your balls? no that's a joke but i do have one in my mustache i thought i had a gray hair on my ball it was just soap soap. the old salt and pepper nut sack yeah it was soap i was like whoa what is going on here and it was soap i was like oh (laughs) Oof. yeah Ah. but listen you know these are the type of things that we get in on this um if you're, you know, just tuned in, you listen in Two Belts. Two Belts also part of RNC Radio, which you can mm-hmm. listen to. We have a ton of podcasts you can listen to. A lot of them in the off season, which is why also Two Belts is back. It's, it's nice. We have the A Show that dropped this week with myself and Justin Davis. We had Late Fees drop a couple of weeks ago. We have an entire season of Perfect Play, which you can go listen to with uh, the host Huey. Um, we have an entire season of RSPN, a bunch of sports stuff leading to the, ding, ding, ding. the leading to the 2018 like end of the season, and then this like this like free agency is like the it's most crazy. It's, it's an crazy. arms race. I love it. I love the oh no, and of it's it so funny because everyone's like oh so mad about it. Like this is ruining basketball, Social and I was media. like yo between fans and the media. Like, you guys ruined basketball Social and made it a, a made ma- free agency so much more fun because I feel like people are literally jumping to teams only to cause ruckus on Twitter. Yeah. People like, Tony are, Parker just signed a few. He just signed to Charlotte. My man left San Antonio after umpteen million years and just like, if this nigga's out, I'm out. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is now to the Warriors. So, mm-hmm. like, the Warriors got the full, like, fucking Exodia obliterate team. First of all... That nigga look like Frankenberry, but I don't <laughs> know. He'll beat your ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. He's one of the most powerful crips in basketball it, it, right DeMarcus now. DeMarcus Cousins is a crazy ass nigga. Um, what else do we have going on? We have RNC Radio. Hopefully, they'll come back mm-hmm. with Josh Pease and Justin Davis. Actually, they've talked about this month about possibly recording an episode. So, look out for that. Yeah, RNC Radio. I mm-hmm. love Insider T. Yeah, Josh Pease, you know. Justin Davis. We have playlists galore. We did Scorpion and cut it down to it was previously fourteen tracks. It's fifteen tracks now. I had to add Jaded. I just couldn't. Okay. I was just. I figured someone was gonna add Jaded. And yeah, it was you. It was me. Oh, of course. It was me. I had to add Jaded. Um, we had a July Fourth playlist of just Rough Riders. <laughs> because <laughs> that's really patriotic, actually. I feel like you know the same people who listen to Rough Riders is also the same people who are still blowing off fireworks. 
to this day <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. No, those are the people on the grill now. Oh, well, no, I mean, like, July 8th, fireworks still. Oh. Like, since July 1st. No, but I'm telling works. you, like, the people that enjoy the Rough Riders fan, those are the people now with the, the leather sh- sandal shoe that sit at the grill. Yeah, I guess. Well, you know what? I, I couldn't, we couldn't do the, the, the Bobby Shmurda, you know, July 4th <laughs> spectacular. Maybe that'll happen next year. Or bow, a few bow, years bow, when bow, bow. <laughs> And then we also dropped Thought Mode Volume 1. Oh, Robbie. Shout out to Robbie Rav. He's a wild boy. The original thought, my friend. The original thought? The original thought. That's what I'm going to call him. The original thought. The man is just curated a perfect playlist of just like thoughty, um, uh, compromising tunes. (laughs) Thoughty, compromising tunes. We're going to do butt stuff, but you're not my girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, that's as thoughty as it gets. Uh, So you can listen to all that on RNC Radio. You can follow us on our playlist. You can follow all of that amazing things um also listen to our you know contemporaries we have life of a jordan just finished season two mm-hmm. of dating, dating nyc that was amazing shout out to shout out to jordan killed it again shout out to our forecast family shout out to forecast family rob and steve rob steve no and then rob apparently has his own separate show coming out soon yeah rob is coming out it's with crazy. something stuff soon so you know look out for that so shout oh. out to the forecast family johnny Johnny Barnes, he does have a podcast. Look out yeah. for him too. This Longtime man. supporter of this podcast. Listen, the the nigga was the nigga's literally out in fucking Minnesota. I didn't know this till I made a joke about Minnesota, and sure. he's like, "Yo, we don't have that bullshit out there. Stop that." <laughs> that nigga, that nigga, you. yeah, you. absolutely. I got, I got pressed by people from Indiana today. Indiana, because, because who you were talking shit about, Larry Bird? No, uh, one of my favorite Knicks players, Kylo Quinn, is signed to now the Indiana Pacers. So I was just like, man, <laughs> don't get hit by a tractor. And then people from Indiana are now in my mentions like, oh, you big city. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, nigga, because we don't have tractors out here, dumbass. Where else would they be? Y'all think it's just big city. I'm sure there's. What does a- Indiana got besides Michael Jackson and Larry Bird? I think, I mean, I th- I assume they have like a city or some sort of metropolis. Maybe yeah, Indianapolis. Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, Indiana. Um <laughs> Um, unless you unless you like a fan of the show from Indiana, then you're cool. But right, then you're I don't cool. know. I don't know. But you know, um, I got pressed by people from there. So you know, yeah, no, it, it is what it is. But um, you got that. Also, shout to Amp. Amp oh, Amp Belly Max podcast. <laughs> continue to do his damn thing. Oh man, that City Girls intro. Continuing oh. his crusade against the City Girls. I Whatever. Think one of man. them was locked up, right? Yeah, JT for fraud. Oh, my I God. love her though. Listen, I love them both. It's love so on so brand. Much. Absolutely, it, I brain. feel like it, it. It like boosts their scammer cred. Listen, it's, and and being on a Drake album this week. Wait, we we haven't even gotten to the yeah, Drake album to that yet. You know what? That is what it is. But that is all the shoutouts that we have. Listen, yeah, this is about to be longer than fucking the the Bodega Boy shit that lasts like at least thirteen minutes when they do the intro <laughs> on their tracks. Like it's fucking crazy how long it's gotten. Oh um, man. AKAs take forever now. They, they just stack them shits. They stack them they shits. They stack them, go off on tangents, and bring it back. I was yeah. like, that takes memory, because I would forget where I'm at. Um, listen, we have a, a couple releases this week. Uh-huh. We're gonna get in. We're going to get into, I guess, the two major releases from this week. Future Beast Mode 2 came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Came right when we needed it. <laughs> Essentially, came right when we needed it. And then we also have Drake Scorpion. Vintage Future. Week. <laughs> What a maneuver. Oh, my God. We have Drake Scorpion, which dropped last week, which we'll do a full length, full thought out, full in-depth 
<laughs> review on. Like, we'll when did do... you develop a lisp? I don't know. I like, think in-depth is a good word. Shout suddenly. out to, you know what, shout out to, you know, who did a very good in-depth report on this um, Drake Scorpion thing? Joe Budden. Oh, yeah, Joe Budden is the, the hip-hop police. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he, like, literally went in. I mean, he opened a few eyes, and then there's also been some, like, news that has arisen. In, arisen. Uh, arisen. Rose? Arose. In the past 24 hours. It doesn't matter. They know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay. As arose <laughs> in the past 24 hours uh, regarding the Wyoming thing, which I was actually going to say on this podcast. I knew it before it actually leaked to Rolling Stone, but and I was mm. going to say it on the podcast. So niggas was getting toppy on Rolling Listen. We're going to talk about what happened all in right, Wyoming. All right, all right, all right. So, let's, listen. Let's get to these fucking albums, man. We got... First of all, we got to talk about... Albums on deck. We got, we got a couple releases this week. We have the Booed Up remix. We, oh, which one? Which one are we talking about? Because there's been like three in the past like twenty four a... hours, right? Yeah, like so. Everyone was up in arms this week, and I think rightfully so when they announced the boot up remix, the official boot up remix, mm-hmm. LMA, Nicki Minaj and Quavo. Everyone went whamp 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 because, and then we, we're gonna have to have at some point either next show or the show after that a discussion on Nicki Minaj and just exactly what's wrong with Nicki Minaj. She don't but, love herself. But, <laughs> That's the fuck it is. It really is. She don't love herself. But they're those who are on the remix. Everyone uh-huh. audibly groaned on Twitter as it was approaching. Oh, absolutely. On July fourth, it was released to the world. Even though LMA is not from the United States, but you know. Oh what? no, she signed a Ten Summers though. That's an American label. Um, she's the third wheel on her own fucking remix. This is weird. She doesn't even record new. I don't like remixes that don't either have new vocals or new beat. I feel like it kind of... The thing about a remix is it's supposed to have the same beat. It's just mixed differently, so it might sound a little different. Mm. I always I always appreciated remix that had, like, a different vibe to it. Yeah, it's a different vibe usually because you have to, you have to mix the person's vocal, like, another set of vocals into it. Mm-hmm. So it sounds a little different. Um, that's the thing a lot of people don't know about a remix. Sure. We'll like, an ofi- like an official remix? Like official remix. Yeah, like... Uh, Carlos invented the remix. I didn't invent the remix. Apparently Diddy invented the remix. I mean, Diddy did a good job at remixes. In the I know. Game. My man, listen. I don't write lines. I write motherfucking shit. What was that? It was you know, the Sky's the Limit remix. We had um, the one with Faith Evans and fucking Mary J. Blige and other... Wow. Um, one More Chance remix. Yeah. Stay with me. That shit was beautiful. I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't. But this is none of that. This is, yeah, this is none of that. This is this, none of that. This is this is in Black History. No, this is Nicki Black Tragedy. And Quavo like flirting on opposite sides of the track while LMA's in the middle, just like, oh, are, are you going to give for the dick? Yeah, I oh, a smash, smash, smash. I asked for a window seat, and they gave me a middle seat, and now I'm between this like. Horny group of you know. I'm next to a West Af- what looks like a West African scammer and a big budded wax doll. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, Nicki Minaj and Quavo. You know what? I'm not totally mad at the remix. I just could have gone without it. Like, I think it could have been so many other artists that would have been much better. But I know that, like, Nicki Minaj is going to give it attention. Yeah, Quavo is also going to give, give it, it attention. attention. Both of them of have been proven hit makers. Both of them have. This just was not a hit. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, it was a hit on its own already. Like, Absolutely. It, I don't know if Plies' Boot Up remix was better Plies than... Plies' Boot Up remix was incredible. 
it just sounded so in pocket. It just sounded right. Oh no, because you you talking about the nigga that gave us busted baby? No, that's true. And shouty and hypnotized. Oh yeah, and shouty. And please excuse my hands, which is wow. Yes, bitch. Plies is an icon. He is an icon. And Damn. what was that nigga's the latest eating, one? Eating rock. shrimp with his shirt shirt off and she shit. My rock. Oh, I don't, I don't like that one. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't feeling that shit. Um, but yeah, how necessary are remixes? You think in today's culture? Do we um, do not always necessary, especially when like the way they orchestrate it is like, okay, these acts are very popular right now, and they've got a lot of buzz going for them, so we're gonna drop them on this remix because necess- because they don't necessarily think about the the form of the structure of the song, and I feel like a lot of these verses are just rushed. Yeah, they don't sit there and then say, you know, pick out their words and like, like the fabulous remix. To boot up. To me, the remix has lost a lot of its luster. Mm-hmm. Um, it's lost a lot of its... Just by virtue of... I think it's just by virtue of everyone just saying, here's a remix, same beat, same vocals as the original, except Gucci Mane is on it. Or like, you know, 2 Chains is on it. Or like... And essentially the same group of people. I'd love to see people become way more interesting with their remix choices. Just be like, yo... We, Hell, pull some nigga out of left field that you know can write Bobby a good song. Bobby Womack on Boot Up. Like, come on. Like, you know. Bobby Womack. You, know, just, you never know. Is Keith he Sweat. I don't hold know. Hold on. Let me Google this. Because I'm like, Bobby Womack. He might be dead. I believe Bobby Womack is dead. <laughs> you might be. Listen, if Drake could do it. Oh, no, no, no. He sent, he sent uh, what's his face to the. He the, did die. He died three years ago. Four he, years ago. He sent Joe Jackson to the Shadow Realm so he could bring <laughs> back that Michael Jackson verse, nigga. <laughs> He said, ah. Oh, my God. Um, Baka, take him out. <laughs> just, yeah, you could recover some vocals. You know, I think it'd just be a lot more creative with the remixes and it make it some sort of an actual event. But also live up to the event, too. Don't overhype a remix and then it's trash. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it usually ends up pretty terribly. Yeah. Don't be like, yo, I got hove on the remix. Yo, and never has there ever been a remix with where the original song is not, like, uh, like let's say Future is on a remix. Sure. That does not enhance a remix. No. I keep telling niggas this. If you no. doesn't ha- enhance a remix, he should just be on the original song and be on, like, maybe the chorus. So niggas don't have to do that whole comparison thing. Yeah. You know what was a bad one, too? Um, what's that G-Eazy song? The, the Cardi B one. No oh, Limit. No Limit, yeah. That had a remix, too. And then it was just like it kind of just fell flat because... Nah, UCJ's verse was really good, but it's all the way at the end. Yeah, it's all the way at the end. So it's like some of the shit you would And then hear. I think Cardi got pretty much omitted. Yeah, I think they had to at that point because, like, the original one is, like, the Cardi B version, and then the remix is, like, okay, and here are other niggas, too. <laughs> like, um, because, quite frankly, No Limited might as well just be Cardi B's song. And Cardi B and ASAP Rocky, that's really just the draw for that song. I like Jeezy. Really? I like Jeezy. I, I love the way Cardi B says G-E-C. <laughs> like, a real, like a real, like, Dominican woman. Yes. G-E-C. G-E-C. Okay. Um... We got some other new projects this week. I know, I know you wanted to talk about a few mixtapes. Oh, absolutely. So, hold on. Let me pull out my trusty iTunes and show you what the fuck I've been listening to for the past, like, four hours. We need a, we need a theme song to what Carlos has been listening to. I, uh, we're covering this later, but hold on. Let me go you down. might not. I don't know. Well, oh, who want the smoke? Who want the smoke? Oh. By who? Oh, by Lil Yachty. <laughs> Lil Yachty, by Cardi Lil, B, and who? Offset. Thanks, music journalist man. Lil, B, Lil Yachty, Cardi B, and um, I Lil thought it was B. the name. Listen, I thought it was the name of some, you know, some Atlanta 
mid yeah, so funny. southern region mixtape. Oh, it could have been any. It could have been oh, it could have been some Houston shit. Oh man, this is like this is literally like the, the journalism version of getting caught with your meat out. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry no, guys. Because we were talking about mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking about mixtapes. We're talking single. about releases. Oh, okay. All right. Well, oh. you know what? Talk about how you want to talk about, bro. <laughs> Who want the smoke? I know what I know the song. I, I know you song. know the song, nigga. We're not arguing. A little yachty. We're not arguing. Cardi We're here to B. present the facts. Offset. Who want the smoke? Featuring a stellar verse by Cardi B on how old this bitch Nicki Minaj is. Oh, I mean she she finally you know called her. It says she need A R A P A A R A P or she gonna get this A R. Listen. Oh my god. This comes this shortly is... days after that. Um. That tweet where Nicki Minaj went in Homegirl's DMs and was just like, I'm not 34, I'm 35, or some shit like that. Or Yeah, so you're almost 40. Yeah, so, you know. It, it, so act your age. Yeah, really. You nut. Really. <laughs> Fucking nut. I bet you Meek Mill used to call her a nut. Oh, my God. Noodle head ass. How do you feel about Who Want the Smoke just in general? Just in general, it's a decent song. I feel like it's not going to get a lot. Like, past this point of it. This is the thing I hate about this song. This song's kind of date, date themselves. Yeah. And st- stick themselves in a pocket where they don't become t- like necessarily timeless. Like you can't. O- there's not always going to have replay value, but it's always nice to go back on it when you think about beef. Right. Yeah, not this one. Um, <laughs> not this one. Yeah, because I don't even remember Offset's verse. <laughs> and, yeah, and he had a good verse too. And it's like it's, I don't. It's not super just, memorable. The Lil Yachty is just non-existent to me on the song. Really? Why um, you hate nigga? All right. Um, what else did we have this? Young week? Bands Volume Five. How did that go? Pretty interesting. I don't understand why he's um, David Bowie on the cover of his album, but <laughs> Young Bands. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The features are really the features are really good. A whole bunch of young niggas on this. Uh, so Juice World, Young Bands, from y- YBN, and Namir. I haven't done I haven't done a lot of research on Young Bands just because just in general there are a lot of just young Atlanta trappy emoe. Oh, it's the new wave, man. Artists. It's like these guys look like sound like their sh- hair should be permed, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> that are just I like, don't date black girls. That's what they sound like. Um let's see, nineteen year old up and coming artist. Oh, he's nineteen? He's been rapping since the sixth grade. That's cool, nigga. I've been rapping since the second grade. I used to read Dr. Seuss too. He had a Playboy Cardi feature at fourteen years old. That's cool. I, I mean, I'm sure Cardi was like 20 when he gave him that feature or yeah. like 19 so young bands i mean and it's called what's it try what's it called again oh young bands volume five real creative name here all right well you know stick them where it hurts good <laughs> yay nay it's decent it's a decent listen um it really is stuck in that that sort of wave like this post like little uzi wave of like sure super post emo rap I just want to say Lil Wayne, you know. Little, oh yeah, Lil Wayne is the godfather to these niggas. Yeah. Little, they all butted from Lil Wayne's nutsack. Everyone said rebirth was crap and nothing would come from it, and here we are with several artists who have butted off of whatever rebirth was in 808s and heartbreaks. This is called shit. the afterbirth. Oh, that's disgusting, actually. Young Placenta, Volume Five. <laughs> oh, that's my rap name, nigga. <laughs> Young Placenta. All right, who else do we? Greedo. Oh, O three Greedo, man, has have I never met a nigga that can make the same song twenty times over and fill up a mixtape? So I, when you told me that you listened to this, I was like, okay, maybe I'll listen to Greedo too. And then I saw the track listing, twenty seven songs. Yo, my nigga, ninety minutes of god level 
This is the real reason why he should be going to jail. Like <laughs> this right here. This is a crime against my ears. It's not even like he's not an exciting rapper, man. Mm. He sounds like he's falling asleep half the day. He's from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, he's from he's from California. Oh, he's from California. Oh, I still had on Young Bands. Sorry. Um, he is from California. Yeah, he called Tupac a, a mark or some shit like that. That shit Whoa. was. What? No, that's him calling me from where he's from. No, that's real. All right. Well, it like, like if you go, if you look back on a person's career, you can see it without the the, the you know the gaze of like nostalgia, especially like a younger person. Mm-hmm. If you really look at Tupac's career, you'll be like, damn, what a bitch. <laughs> you got an eight point on Pitchfork. I know, and then Drake got like a six point something. That's so funny to me. It really. I was like, yo, who's in these niggas' pockets? It really just depends who. I mean, this is a to me. This is kind of a pitchforky album. Uh, no, true. Just for the audience, or just for the people who seem to love pitchfork. Um, oh God! All right. Well, I didn't need to see who he was. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, it's a you know, O three Greedo God mm-hmm. level. It is available. It now. is not God level. It is not. It's I mean, mid-level. twenty-seven songs is pretty strong. It's like pretty strong, and and, and we just re- we're about to review something that's twenty-five songs. So it's a. But that shit was split in half, and you had a choice whether for a you... reason. Yeah, Drake is a mastermind. Um, what else did we have this week? Did, have you heard Young Ma's new single? She got a new single. She called. It's called Petty Wop. I would play it's it. A diss track? But we can't really play it. No. Oh um, yeah, we run into this thing where we can't play music on the show anymore. If we don't want to get flagged. Um, so just play it in your ear. Um, <laughs> or just have me sing it, like, terribly. Um, to me, this is another, this is, she's transformed to, like, a singing sort of. Oh, that's cool. She can, she can kind of do that thing. I think she could. No, I no, think... no, she can, because I've, I've heard her do it in freestyles. Let's see. But that's dope. Um, we have new Justin Timberlake. You don't care about that, right? Nah, but we could talk about it. Um, it's called Soulmate. Uh, Lucy release. I think Justin Timberlake revealed, or at least came to some realization, that he does not have to always release music with an album, mm-hmm. or release music with intents of selling an album, or for a movie. Yeah, or something like that. This feels very movie-ish. It's very like tropical poppy, you know. Tropical poppy. No, like not like tropical poppy. Not like Drake's Island Cousin. It's a like a pop. I don't know. It doesn't feel Timberlandy. This is hard to explain without playing it because I really want to play it. Just play it at a really low volume. All right, let's uh, let's do it. Fuck it. Fuck fuck the rules, man. Yeah, word. SoundCloud. Suck my dick from the back. If we get flagged again, I'm f- completely. We're not. Going yeah, to we're SoundCloud. dubbing SoundCloud. We're dubbing SoundCloud. SoundCloud can suck our dicks because we're not even playing it from the actual thing. Um, you want to hear Petty Wap first or Soulmate? Petty Wap. Okay, let's hear Petty Wap. Okay, went to Soulmate. Ooh. Ooh. This is very like ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Purple tapey. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because really it sounds like pesos. Something. I don't. Mm. I think she had to. I mean, at this point, to have something else besides ooh, you would have to reinvent your style a little yeah. bit or at least shift it a little bit you know it's funny it's like ooh is much more of a comical song than any of the other songs that she's put out so it's like for that to get the most attention is kind of fucked up for me because I feel like she's a better rapper than people give her credit for but I think ooh 
gave people a feeling, and that's what I think people wanted to get from it the yeah, most. Yeah, but it it was whereas lit- other her other songs are just kind of like <laughs> lyrical onslaughts on like your soul. And yeah, because like she's that rappers. kind of rapper. That's yeah, the she thing. Is. She's definitely that kind of rapper. So it kind of um, it's kind of weird because she's trying to follow up ooh and try to say like, hey, I'm this amazing rapper, but I don't think people necessarily wanted that from her. And then she also made a decision to just like. Um, not sign with any major labels, which I think, if you can do it, it's really nice, but if you can't do it, it's very disastrous, because there's usually, like, for instance, her and Cardi B, sort of around the same time, kind of happened, maybe Cardi B happened, like, about six months after, Mm -hmm. Cardi B signed a major label, she is now one of the biggest acts in the entire world, but she also has a very marketable look, you know, light-skinned, Spanish, fat-ass. It's very funny, because there's, um, like, besides the way they look, they're kind of, they're kind of, upbringing is kind of the same. Yeah. Like, they both come from Dominican slash West Indian households. Right. New York. Yeah. A very, you know... It's just that at the beginning, both were very high on like bars. Like I need bars. I need to sound have this like New York sound. Yeah. And then you kind of see how Cardi B kind of trails away, and now she has the number one single in the country with "I Like It." So oh no, that was that was strategic, nigga. Because you've got once you put Bad Bunny or J, J Balvin's like a reggaeton artist from yeah. like um, Colombia. Right. So once you put them on there, let's like it's a whole it's other like swath inter- of international. Audience. No, international blogs pick up on it. Right. Like, it's crazy. Well, yeah, it's a whole other swath of an audience. Yeah. So you have that. You have that audience's ears. You have the people who's ridden with Cardi, which are a lot of really just African-American predominantly. Yeah. You have a lot of people who are riding with Cardi now, you know, white people. Yeah, um, white people love And Cardi just B. the general exposure that Cardi has just in general with her just being an Instagram sensation. Oh, yeah. TV sensation. Fashion Nova mommy. Yeah, everybody there. So, you know, shout out to, shout out to Cardi shout B. Shout out to her sister, Hopefully, Hennessy. Shout out to... Hennessy's kind of crazy. I don't care how crazy she is. All right. I, I'm looking at her from a distance. Sure. I'm not, I'm not involved in her fucking life. Sure. I mean, I'm just letting you know. It's like the same thing with the city girls. I'm sure they're fucking problematic. Sure. I just like looking at them from a distance. Sure. All right. Um, soulmate, Justin Timberlake. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, this sounds like it could have been the intro to like a random Soka song released this year. Like Kevin Little's gonna cover this. I've been saying, and this is I said this when the fucking Shape of You came out. I was like, yo, they gotta get Kevin Little on the remix. They gotta get an actual Soka artist on the remix because it gives it like a it just gives it a most cohesive vibe. Listen, if Justin Timberlake and Kevin Little hopped on the track, it would be. It would. Be, <laughs> I don't know what I the was, fuck that would sound this like. Would, this would be the early two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> and it would have to be produced by the Neptunes, not Pharrell. The Neptunes. Neptunes. That's very important now. That's very important because that nigga's smoking crack. Uh, um, um, Soulmate is fine. It's just not that good. It's just very like. It's like gluten free version of whatever you actually like from Island people. Like you know, it's like <laughs> gluten free hardo bread. Yeah, gluten free oxtail. <laughs> gluten free. Like, <laughs> Vegan oxtail. Yeah, vegan oxtail. Just a weird, you know, it's not It's not that great. Like, what, do, what were we thinking? Uh, what is this, vegan cocoa bread? Oh, <laughs> disgusting. Mm, oh, my God. Oh, it just tastes like the cocoa and not the bread. You know, it's just vegan. Um, let's see. Do you want to talk about Thai dollar sign, or maybe we should, we should leave that for another week? No, we can talk about Thai. You sure? We got... Absolutely. No, we got... In terms of time, we got to talk about this future album and this meek shit. I think we should get to Thai dollar sign another week. All right. Um... 
So we'll talk about Ty Dolla Sign another week. Um, but we also have releases from Meek Mill, Legends of the Summer. Meek Mill gave you, like, a, a good care package of, like, his different, like, Meek Mill always has these style of tracks, but sure. it's like he delivers the bars differently, and it's like, like he, he kills it. He's so vicious, my nigga. He's I love really his delivery good at everything at, at what he does, and even with everything that sort of happened. I mean, I think everyone's over the Drake shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even Drake is over the Drake stuff. I think Meek is kind of over it, but he's yeah, he not. asked him to watch his son like last week. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, um, that'd be mad funny, right? Be he's wild. like, since I signed you, can you watch my kids? Um, but <laughs> I think even he's over it to an extent where he's just like he's over it, but he's never he'll never forget. Oh, of course he'll never forget. Um, but we got songs, Philadelphia. That was cringeworthy, cringeworthy. Title. Absolutely. Um, and when you see Philadelphia, and then you see featuring Swiss Beats, and you're just like, uh. but it's good. To me, I love it. I love the energy of this entire thing. Philadelphia sounds great. Legends of the Summer sounds great. The single, I mean, to me, the single is dangerous with Jeremiah and PNB Rock. Mm-hmm. That shit is. It's me, the per yo every every hood ass rapper needs that like a track just like this just for, for the ladies for the summer for the ladies just what these girl what these bitches want for into the <laughs> that was not the track for that <laughs> what was it how's it going down or what these bitches want how's it going down is closer yeah. than you think so what these bitches want from a nigga somebody let me at Cisco oh you talking oh, okay you remember I barely remember Cisco being on that song I he just was doing this. I now I can vividly picture Cisco's platinum blonde head. Oh my god! Shout out to Cisco the goat. We share a birthday. I, I, oh look at you! Yeah. All right now, um, we have that. I mean, dangerous with Jeremiah and B Rock to me. That's a single. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's everything. One AM is good. Stay woke. He performed at the BET Awards. We will not be talking about the BET. Yeah, Awards. all of this 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 whole four song package just went straight into Serato after I listened to it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's just it's just amazing. It's easy. I think a lot of people gravitate towards it. A lot mm-hmm. of people love me. I just I just want him to have a straight trajectory, like because I feel like this summer is kind of lost for him. Sure. And it's just like I want him to have a straight like a successful. This. I think Dangerous will be successful, pending on. Just its immediacy to radio. I think Dangerous is a a hit out of the gate. I think it's a top 20 hit easily. Um, Easily. So, you know, let's see where it goes. I've never been more confident in a song than I've been about Meek Mill's Dangerous. It's a really good song. I'm just very confident in Meek Mill as an artist. Yeah. I just want him to keep dropping, like, being consistent. With music music. and not other stuff. Yeah, not other stuff. Like, Nicky's out his ear. He doesn't doesn't have to deal with the Drake shit. Yeah, just keep dropping music. I think that's what people generally love him for. He's out of jail. May he stay out of jail. Let's let's do that. Beast Mode 2. Beast Mode 2. You've been waiting for this. No, you love Zay. I love... You love Zay Tobin ticking those ivories, nigga. I love the original Beast Mode. Uh, two years ago, we went on this podcast. We were with Her Sweat. Uh-huh. We ranked the best future albums. Yeah. And I put shout Beast Mode... Shout out to Nikki and Adele. Shout out to them. Um, you know, shout out to Nikki. She got a new job. Shout out to Adele. One year a title. <laughs> Fucking made well. Clearly, lapping us completely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it's about. We celebrate their victories. Okay, we celebrate all, everyone's victories. Damn it. Okay. Shout out to everyone. Damn. We all winning together. We are. This is like if they're like, 
we're together. We right? Have if they're Mar- if they're Mario and Luigi, we're Waluigi and Wa- Wa- Oh, that's terrible. It's like a sixty-five point game between all five of us, and like they've scored like sixty points. And he was like, "Listen, I'm just happy to be on the court when we have a combined sixty-five points between all four of us. It's just a." It's Word. Just, if you look at my stats, I'm a bum, baby. It's just an amazing night. I think you know you're doing things. You know, rebounds, all this other stuff. Um, Futures Beast Mode too. I love the original Beast Mode. Um, Zaytoven. Zaytoven is fucking <sighs> genius. But he really went like another level on like I. It's say, only nine beats, and it's just like how can each beat feel like damn? So, so to me, on the original Beast Mode, to me, there's really been no comparison with other. Zaytoven beats to what he did on Beast Mode because mm-hmm. he really went in like he was bang he was banging them damn keys like he was doing the damn thing. Um, we got real sisters out of original Beast Mode. Uh huh. Throwaway. We got um, not throw. Was it Throwaway? Throwaway was on. I think throw. No, Throwaway was on Monster. We got um, fuck. What was it? Peacoat, I believe. Peacoat. Um, we got Jesus Christ. It was one with Juvenile. Ain't you? We got layup. We got fuck on that bitch in layup. Hey, yeah, we got, shit. Ooh, oh. we got you know forever ever. We got where I came from. Just like brothers. It is just like, like brothers. brothers. No basic, no basic. Oh my god, I love fucking beast mode. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go listen to beast mode after this. Um, or put it on Apple Music, nigga. What are you waiting for? Um, <laughs> you know what? That's insane that those mixtapes aren't up there. It was all part of the journey, and I think it was part of the time. Where it's just like that piff is still a presence. Mm-hmm. Because now streaming streaming has completely lapped them. It's like people and, signed and, to do these exclusive streams with them. And then like maybe like a week or two later, boom, they're on every other platform. But I think, you know, I think that piff should incorporate some sort of just streaming. They should just really incorporate streaming within them. You know platform. what? And this is an idea for Apple Music because they're being completely lapped by Google Play in the mixtape sure. department. Apple Music should, you know, put some bankroll into getting that Piff stuff uploaded on tap. It, you know what? I think it's because it's a lot of legalities behind it. Ever since when Mac Miller got sued by um, that rapper for one of the beats on Kids, essentially mm-hmm. it was like, at, at, at first it used to be like, oh, if you use other rappers' beats on mixtapes... It's because like, they're not for sale. You're right. They're not for sale. But apparently now, if you use another rapper's on, on mixtapes and you become successful off of that mixtape and you start touring from that mixtape, then you've gained some capital from the exposure you've had from this, you know, other. That's fair. It's, it's really, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. So it is. So people can really do that. But I would love to see a lot more of these mixtapes on that. Absolutely. Like Lil Wayne's whole mixtape discography. Oh, that's like that's, that's mad. Yeah, that's mad beats. Yeah, no ceilings. Like, oh yeah, it's absolutely mad beats. So, but it's mad bars. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. What they gotta put like, man, it's just a lot. A but, lot of his mixtapes gotta go in the Smithsonian. But you know what, Beast Mode Two. So they've been talking about Beast Mode Two for it had to be like at least a year now. Yeah. I feel like it was just, they're working on Beast Mode 2, blah, 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 you know. You know. I think Future's verses get done before the beats get done. Because <laughs> them beats was mad busy, nigga. That shit is crazy. He got busy on this shit, man. Um, it's a, it, Future decided, hey, you know, after I dropped this entire, like, three-disc soundtrack, do you guys want to mixtape before another album? 
And then he dropped Beast Mode 2. I like his Boogaloo. Um, this just includes appearances. One appearance, Young Scooter, on Dodo. Another amazing track. Yeah, shit was, it shouldn't have been oh that damn good. Because oh. even Young Scooter floated on that Oh, Rax Blue. Oh, my God. I fucked her until she peed. Oh, my God. What a line. He always got one line. He got one line. He have to have one. He's an icon. He's just got one line on there. Listen, damn. thumb in the butt. Fuck her into, and then she started peeing, like all this other shit. Listen, it's it. Some of us have been there. It's Future's world. And, you know, I love the memes. I love everybody. <laughs> niggas put his face on Luther Vandross. Niggas put his face on, <laughs> on Genuine for oh decisions. Oh, my God. People. I mean, just no like, differences. Wow, that's just the cover of. Oh, this is so stupid. Shout out to fucking everyone who's like, I feel my toxic masculinity <laughs> returning. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yo, you could, yo, like, you could love women, you could respect the shit out of them, but when Future comes on, you become the most disrespect. It's like when Cardi B comes on. Right. You don't need no nigga. You don't need, nice for what, apparently, right? Nice for, yeah, exactly. But now we have Rax Blue, we have Cuddle My Wrist, Wi-Fi. Cuddle Lit. My Wrist, Cuddle My Bitch. Hate the real, real me. me. Woo! Oh. Oh, oh, my God. You guys haven't listened to this. Have you listened to it? I've listened to it three times today. I just woke up. I woke up and I, I, I listened to it on my commute. I listened to it after my commute. I listened to it. I listened to it all over this morning because it's also a great palate cleanser when you've been listening to a lot of bad music. To me. Uh. Shit. Who you tell me. <laughs> um, listen. To me, the beginning of it is solid. Wi-Fi lit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cuddle my wrist. Solid. Rax Blue, I think, is out of the first sort of bunch of tracks to me is I was know. in the club it's so funny because you know every every Thursday we do this thing at Shemansky's right yes, yes, please. so uh, I was in the club and uh, Darius is like at home like telling us hey the new future came out and I'm like shit why you're in the club and, and I'm in the club <laughs> I'm in the club for what <laughs> for what <laughs> I'm so mad and then he's like oh I didn't really like it and I was like but you don't even like Future you don't even like Future what's wrong with you uh, know Darius Darius you evil man you still love him I do love him um, but he wild Dodo yeah. featuring Young Scooter when I think about it some more and hate the real me are just like an incredible streak of tracks to me like it's uh, to me this entire thing is an incredible streak of tracks like this shit is he's been amazing. giving us nothing but good stuff like, in these bundles, you know, like, between Super Slimy and, like, Hendrix and Future Dropping, and it's just, like... <sighs> Do you think he's going through something? No, right? I mean, he fucked um, Bow Wow's wife and got her pregnant. Word? Yeah. Oh, not... happy, happy, uh, I don't even know, like, he's gonna have, like... I feel a... like that should be, like, that's like an MTV show, like, you've been futured. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked your bitch and I don't forgive you. <laughs> he's like, a, what, what? The Seeker Cam show. You've been featured, nigga. He's oh, such a... <sighs> Listen. Wow, he fucked Bow Wow's ex. He fucked uh, Scotty Pippen's girl. He fucked like two of Bow Wow's ex. <laughs> he's a fucking icon. <laughs> oh, my God. He's allegedly dating Bow Wow's baby mom. According. Hey, when you're done fucking around with Scrappy-Doo, I got that Scooby-Doo, bitch. <laughs> the man said it himself. You do what you want when you popping. You really do. You really do. Like, what do you... <laughs> Who's going to stop me from having intercourse with all these women? Bow Wow? <laughs> Shad Moss? I'll drop my... Ba- he's, he probably said, yo, I'll drop my fucking wallet on Shad Moss and crush him. I'll fuck his other bitch, too. That's what he probably On said. my private jet, nigga. You don't even got a private jet. Liar. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen. 
this is this is definitely how women feel when they talk about Beyonce because this this future gives niggas life. It's just life. I feel life just in general. I want to play it louder. Ah, SoundCloud. Think <laughs> <laughs> about to have <laughs> your arteries about to explode. SoundCloud. I hate them so much. They're fucking dick riders. <sighs> they don't do this shit on Stitcher. Listen to us on SoundCloud. Um, or iTunes, or actually subscribe to iTunes. Subscribe to iTunes. Fuck SoundCloud. Definitely subscribe to the iTunes because if we don't end up on SoundCloud anymore, you will catch us almost exclusively on iTunes. Yeah. Um, but it's just incredible, man. Mm-hmm. This is just an amazing album. Um, I can't say any more about it. Listen to it. Yeah, no, this is this is a work of art. Zaytoven, a master sculptor, and he's of got the an album coming soon. So it's like we're getting. What's the, is there a tentative name for the album? No, because I'm excited for between this album and Popcon's album. I'm very excited. Um, I just hope we get it. We, when would you want your future album? Just, just where would you want you it positioned in the year? Positioned in the year because I want all this other new music to like just breathe for the summer, sure. but. And he's already dropped this, so it's like he doesn't need songs for the summer necessarily. So mm-hmm. it's like towards the like the the latter. He's gonna do it anyway. He's gonna do it. Yeah, he is gonna do it anyway. That's sick bastard. Listen, <laughs> I should feel like he should drop music in the fall. I think so too. Just to carry us over. Just a a, a twenty five for niggas, a, an Adele twenty five for niggas. Mmm. You go triple platinum in the streets first week. Cool Dean Crazy. <laughs> when he sang that shit, I felt that. I felt that and had tears. Imagine a future covers Hello by Adele. Hello. <laughs> Is it lean you're looking for? Oh, no, that's Lionel Richie. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Beast Lionel Richie. Listen, Beast Mode 2. That's all you got to say. What, what more is there to say? Um... Let's see if there's any other major releases today before we head to before we head Scorpion. To, yeah, before we head up to Toronto and ask what these niggas are doing. Um, Lil Pump drug addicts. I've never felt older than listen to a song where he's just like, "I do so much drugs, I feel like a drug addict." In the wake of like Lil Peep, mm. other people who have died. I'm just forgetting me, but I'm sure there's like other. People who other oh, entertainers overdose. who had overdoses. So yeah. Lil Pump, kind of, and he has Charlie Sheen in the video, which is kind of like like six years too late. Like winning was like six years ago, bro. Come yeah, on. and like I don't know. I feel like people don't really fuck with Charlie Sheen because they think he's a fucking nut. And he's a nut. Yeah, I, I don't he's really a fucking nut. He's a, he's kind of insane. Um, let's see, is there anything else? Oh, you want to talk about Wyoming really quickly? Wyoming, what, what happened in Wyoming? No, no, you had, like, information that you... Oh, you know what? Boom. One album that we missed. Speaking of fucking Wyoming, yeah. Keep the Same Energy by Tiana Taylor. Oh, yeah. that Yo, there was, you know, it's really fucked up that, like, a lot of it is, un, like, it's pretty much, like, unpolished, unfinished. I mean, yeah. it's still it's still a decent, it's still a decent album, but to it's me, just, like... I, it's under the Pusha T album, this is my second favorite. Yeah. Release. Because the most, those are the two most cohesive. Um, Keep the Same Energy... By Tiana Taylor. We were on Tiana Taylor Watch last episode. Mm-hmm. Didn't even come out that same day. Tiana Taylor Watch. It came out literally like 12 hours before our podcast mm-hmm. came out. Like it, <laughs> it was um, Keep the Same Energy, just released in the early, late late Friday, early Saturday morning hours, mm-hmm. Owl Hours, if you're a Drake fan. Um, owl Hours. 
it's solid R&B. It's like good. Mm-hmm. Kanye West is at his best on this And then the last R&B. track is like, a, it's very funny. I was like, yo, this dropped just in time for Pride. Mm. You're right. It was Pride Week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Pride Week. I was like, it was this. Pride Week. Like having um, duck walking down the street. The only one of these Kanye albums, I think he, by virtue of dropping it late, they excused an eighth track because all these tracks, all these albums were supposed to have seven and this one has eight. And then, like, some sample wasn't cleared for one of her out- tracks. Sample wasn't cleared. There were alleged Lauren Hill, like, mm-hmm. vocals that were not cleared for this. She was late to her vocals. It was just all That's these. Crazy. It's sort of. The way this shit was mismanaged when everyone has so been really terrible. wanting Ugh. Tiana Taylor to win. Absolutely. We all just want her to win because, like... She's very talented. She's very talented. She's worked on her singing. Her singing has improved. She's very outspoken. Outspoken. She's talented. She can sing. She can dance. She, she loves her kids. man, she her a, kid. All this other stuff. And she has threesomes with her man sometimes. Listen, on a song she, called Three Way with vocals featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, he was part of the Three Way. Oh. Don't, don't let them... <laughs> Spicy. She got a dark skinned nigga, look like Michael Jackson. I don't know, light skinned nigga. That. I don't know if Shump, I don't know if Shump and you know, hitting that niggas in the background going, "Ooh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's have the Tyler Allison conversation. Tyler Allison has been on a lot of albums over the last couple weeks. Oh, he's he's accumulating money like out the wazoo, baby. He's, people are just he's like, eating Chris Brown's food, nigga. That's really what I call like, it. Ty Dolla Sign is having the greatest year ever. Ty Dolla Sign is doing so amazing. He's on the Drake album. Mm-hmm. He's on the Beyonce album. He's on the Tiana Taylor album. He's on the Kanye album. He maybe secret vocals on the Pusha T album. Mm-hmm. Like he's on everything. So why isn't Ty Dolla Sign bigger than he is? If all these major artists because he doesn't do things with global appeal. He's just a powerful feature. Is he more? Is he better used as like possibly maybe an instrument? Than he is as an actual artist. Yes, nigga. I think... And that's the fucked up part. You know what? I think, in my opinion, with Ty Dolla Sign, mm-hmm. I think Ty Dolla Sign is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. It's shown by these features. It's shown by the people who want them on, who want him on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's shown that arguably his biggest songs, I mean, he just went number one two weeks ago. Psycho by Post Malone and Ty Dolla Sign was the number one song in the country like uh, two weeks ago or so. So he just went number one. Um, he had another top ten hit with Fifth Harmony before they broke up and became just Normandy. Um, Normandy? Just the black girl. Oh. <laughs> That's the only one who I recognize from Fifth Harmony um, because she's fine. But um, Ty Dolla Sign. so we're wondering now, why isn't Ty Dolla Sign any bigger? I feel like Ty Dolla Sign, um the issue with him – and it's something that you definitely you definitely just mentioned. It's not sort of music on a sort of wider, broader appeal. And I'm not saying create pop music, but I'm saying music that's bigger than the moment. I think he, you know, he's the king of the thoughty tunes, king of mm-hmm. the scumbag, you know, records. Scumbag records. Take um, it over. King of just dropping a full-length R&B project and oh, you're guaranteed 60% of it sounds good. Yeah. Um be able to transition and then it's also like a blur thing between R&B and hip hop like what is he really you know you can't really put him in one box because he's not truly R&B but he's not all the way hip hop so how do you categorize an artist like Todd Allison you'd categorize him in the same sort of breath you'd categorize maybe a Nate Dog or a T-Pain niggas that's really good on the hook yeah who sing very well but not categorized stylistically as R&B 
but not completely hip-hop because they don't rap. So, and then it's like the fall of Chris Brown has only made it easier for him to eat this I nigga's... I Chris Brown... Chris Brown just... He's chilling. I mean, he got locked up yesterday, but, you know, he's chilling now. Nah, he's eating his food, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's eating his food because if it, it was not if it was not that, I feel like they would have to split this plate. I think because Chris Brown... And 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 just imagine the list of people he's talking about. We're talking about Drake. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Beyonce and Jay Z. We're talking about you know Kanye West. All these you know have some sort of relationship with Rihanna that they can't compromise it because of Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably why I think Chris Brown is his own worst enemy when it comes to things. But he does have a sort of undeniable sort of talent to mm-hmm. him. Um, but you know, would you would you be into a Chris Brown and Ty Dolla Sign joint project? Yeah, actually, because I feel like what was the last joint project Chris Brown did? It was the one with Tiger. It was the one with Tiger, and that one was actually all right. Yeah, and I mean, like, I would rather not have it again. Oh, I'd rather not have it again. But for its time period, I was like, this came at the right time. Right. We were, we're we're like a hip hop is in this like mustard obsessed area, so it's like it's perfect. Um, you know what? We wish the best for Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, absolutely! He's had an amazing year thus far. I wish the best for Six him, his brother, all of them. Free TC. Um, I'm not saying free TC. I'm just saying that's the name of the album. Oh, I don't know if TC did. So I don't know if. It's yeah, like, no, I I, I hate <laughs> saying free someone when I know they committed like a the yeah, heinous crime. Maybe yeah, it's just like you just I, killed a nigga. Come on, just killed like eighty niggas. <laughs> Come on, except for like cartel free because it's conspiracy homie. to commit murder. Yeah, he could have just said like, oh man, I really wish this guy was dead and his people killed him, and he's like, oh shit, you guys didn't really killed him. Oh man, another record that I love right now, Big Bang. YG, Nicki Minaj, two oh, chains. Every, people won't agree with me on this, but I've said every verse across the board is very good on this song. It's amazing. It's a, They killed... Well, all right, so at first, my first listen, I was just like, more affordable than healthcare. Big Sean, what are you talking about? And then I was like, God damn, I'm into this shit. Yeah. It's just the lines are wacky. It's a super it's a super hypnotizing song because the beat is so simple. It's like right. that little the little pan thing going on and, and then the YG is kind of like the thing that, you know, ties it together. Yeah, he's Big the glue. Bang, take little bang. bang. And then it just goes so that's one of my favorite songs right now. Like Big Bang. My bitch driving all white Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it becomes bigger. It doesn't really seem to be like doing anything much. Um, the video helped it out. Yeah, the I video a video being released helped it out a lot because I, when it first came out, I was like, "Why is no one on this? Why is no one like?" Yeah, I played it um, at the barbecue we went to. I was like, "Yo, why?" Are yeah, I played it. At and you got to play the entire song because it's like three Uh-oh, quality. Ver- yeah. Back again. Yeah, you got to back to back <laughs> me back stack the M's. I was like, "Damn, bitch, <laughs> this is you rapping. Can we get more of this?" Oh my! Like God. you rapping. Oh my god, that is so funny. You have to play the entire song. You essentially have to play the entire song because there's three you can't miss verses after YG's verse. And like Big Sean didn't even have a bad verse, which is like He just said like weird things, but he just said like Big Sean Bitch, thing. I'ma do me. <laughs> um B I G Everything zoomed in. Some 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 Big Sean, some some. Um <laughs> Did you know Sean Paul dropped an E P? Yeah, I gotta I gotta go listen to it because like like I have all this like I probably like about two weeks worth of new dance hall in my um my download. He's got a weird post popping career. Post oh yeah 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 like but I feel like he's smart. He knows where to like put like he's 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 well rich. I feel like he's gonna be making money off of like temperature and get busy for a long time anyway. And yeah, he's likely. well. It's like he's well rich 
already, and it's like he does this like weird electronic stuff now. Yeah, so it's kind of like, but then again, I feel like just dancehall reggae isn't well. It was like a couple years ago, where it's kind of popping off with like the adjacent sound, like hip hop artists. Doing. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. There's like a there's a couple songs like probably released within the last two years that but, that follow either like a trap format or a closer to R and B format. But and we're they, not getting like popping artists from like the island scene who are doing these things. Like Rihanna. No, dropped, wait, wait for well, wait, wait for this pop mainstream. Album. Wait for this pop kind of in terms of mainstream success. Like to me, Wizkid, Drake come closer. Bonafide hit. I don't know how that wasn't a summer hit last year, but it didn't really dent anything on the charts. Uh, well, here anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, UK and but other But then, places? you know, like, One Dance, mm-hmm. Controla, mm-hmm. Big Tunes, um, or Tunes. Um, tunes. Um, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> but if you're not getting these from Sean, well, you know, Sean Paul's kind of old. I don't know. Yeah. And he's doing weird shit. Like, he's doing, like, stuff that... I can't necessarily get behind and listening to all day. I mean, I still gotta, li- I still gotta give it a listen to even tell you how I feel about it. That's true. Um, let's see. You know, let's get into this Drake album. Oh, absolutely. Um, six, 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 six. Drake Scorpion mm-hmm. announced his album sometime May. Mm-hmm. We all we knew it was coming. We didn't know what, how many tracks we we're gonna get. We didn't know, you know, who's gonna be featured on it. We didn't know much of anything. Especially post Pusha T, where he kind of just really fell off the face of the earth. Um, had a good run. Had an amazing, I'd say, almost had a flawless run leading into this album. But he released God's Plan. Mm-hmm. Went number one for a jillion weeks. Mm-hmm. Released Nice For What, follow up. Mm-hmm. Replaced God's Plan at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, had Look Alive, mm-hmm. a, a big song. Um was also featured, uh, probably featured on a few other tracks, maybe. Yeah, with Lil Baby, Yes Indeed. Lil Baby, Yes Indeed, another top five song. Um, Cartier Friends, I can't even I'm Upset, top, twen- top 20 song. It's just mm-hmm. people didn't grab it. Put, I'm Upset was post-Pusha. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, to me, is it... Don't rub your beard on the mic, I can hear Oh, it. you can hear it? Yeah. <laughs> that, like, wrestling sound? Yes. Um, um, I think just... Post pusher, the pu- the pusher thing really sort of threw a wrench in sort of everything. But you know, not necessarily. I feel like people listen to this album regardless. Yeah, no doubt, people are going to listen to this album. But I think just the expectancy and the the excitement of the album and listen, if I'm Drake, my celebration is hey, I'm a dad, I'm not a terrible dad, sure. and I'm also free from this contract, so you can all suck my dick. This is true. Um, why is the album named Scorpion, bro? Why is that name Scorpion? Um, because he has a real big boner for West Side Gun. I don't know, bro. He's a Scorpio. Yeah. So I decided, you know what? You read his astrology chart? Listen, you're also a Scorpio. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to read the astrology chart of Scorpios and, the- and see, and put this giant Venn diagram of Carlos and Drake. And we're both light-skinned. And see where it lines up. <laughs> Except my dad is white, my mom is black. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> his dad is black, my mom is <laughs> his mom is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I wish I had Anaya here. She's a. Oh no! I can do it for you. Hold on. You want you want no, 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 no. horoscope? Hold on. No, no, no. You do the horoscope. I'll do the horoscope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do like the pop. The... Wow. Um. Strengths. All right. Strengths of strengths of Scorpios. 
And then I think this is hard for you to judge, so maybe I'll judge. Nah, go ahead. Resourceful. Yeah. Carlos is resourceful. Yeah, nigga. One time I rolled the blood out of like book paper. I feel like Drake makes the best out of his resources. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. By using the OVO camp to make (laughs) amazing albums. The OVO sweatshop. Um, he's brave. Uh, Drake was brave enough to come back after his Pusha T thing and release another Mm -hmm. album. Passionate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He makes he makes the music to make his pussy sweat. Stubborn. He's oh. got to be stubborn after all. Oh, I'm the... absolutely stubborn. Oh, you're stubborn. If I say too. something's going one way, it's pretty much going one way for me. All right. A true friend. Wow. Did we high five? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, indeed. Weaknesses. Distrusting. <laughs> yeah, I really don't trust a lot of people. I don't think Drake trusts a lot of people, especially from this album. If you yeah. listen to it, you know, emotionless, <laughs> 8 out of 10, like, you know. Um, oh, boy. Jealous. Jealous? Oh, no, I've been past that. Jealous. Is Drake jealous? I think Drake, Drake is jealous, jealous yeah. of other people. Of other people. And their success and then, like, the things he can't attain, like Jorah. Well, you know you what? I think it's jealous for women. Yeah. I think, honestly, he would love to attain. I think he has the success. I don't think he cares about anybody else's other success because he's really, he's like, I'm Drake, nigga. I'm the hottest rapper in the game right now. Um, secretive. You're secretive, right? Yeah, I got secrets. You got secrets. Drake got secrets, too. Yeah. Like, you're hiding a child, nigga. <laughs> I'm not hiding a child. <laughs> Violent. Am I? Violent? Oh, yeah, because a lot of Scorpios have terrible tempers. I think Drake... I, mean, I think the... he thought there was more of a tantrum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys. Oh, my God. I don't because I smoke mad weed, but... Um, Let's see. Oh, this is very funny because if you look at what's on the opposite side of, of Scorpios on the astrology chart, it's Taurus, and that's Pusha T sign and Meek Mill sign. Ooh. All right, now. Listen, shout out to that. Shout out to getting a little astrology sign. Shout out to all the horoscope people and all the signs of astrology uh, people who are into mm-hmm. the space and time. Um, I don't know if I want to go in Scorpio love and sex. Um, Niggas be horny. That's all you need to know about Scorpio. Niggas be horny. Um, Scorpio friends and family. Honesty and fairness are two qualities that make a Scorpio a great friend. People born under the Scorpio sign are very dedicated and loyal when it comes to working. Uh-huh. Sounds like Drake and you. Um, they are quick-witted and intelligent. I mean, you can't outwit this nigga. Um, so they would feel better to be in the company of witty and fun-loving people. That's like you. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Drake. My friends are smart. Drake is there. They are full of surprises and will give you everything you need. But if you let them down once, there's no return. Not always. It depends on how you let me down. Because if you if you do something that's like detrimental to me or people around me, then yes, absolutely, that is a letdown. Yes. If you like, I don't know, if I ask you to like do some sort of small menial task for me and you don't do it, I'm not gonna be mad, nigga. Because I could just do the damn thing. This is true. Scorpios are very emotional when it comes to they are in pain. It is simply impossible. Oh yeah, we overdo it. We are so dramatic. Oh my god, when I am sad, I am very dramatic. Drake is also dramatic. Yeah. Um, you can hear it all over side B. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> they are uh, cute. Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> you really ask this bitch if she loves you? Oh, my Take God. Take care of your son, you fucking weirdo. Kiki is Keisha Shante. Is Keisha Shante? That was his first, like, girlfriend. Like, she's also from Toronto. They were both Aww. coming up at the same That's time. That's really cute. She hosted Six Sixin Park. Is she the one he that told him? Drake. Is she the one that told him that she'll never be better than Trey Songs? Because I hope it is. It might be. It might be. Um, I hope it is. They are very dedicated and they take good care of their family. And as you know, Drake loves his family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, let's skip all this. Let's get to the album. Yeah, big facts. Um, <clears throat> let's see. It was a flawless. All right, let's talk about let's talk about the elephant in the room because we we talked about the Pusha T side of this beef last week. We now have to get to the Drake side of this and what all this sort of that went through with this. Apparently, a lot of these tracks about his son, or at least the March 14th track, was done well before the the beef even started or right. the beef reunion ended. So the Pusha T beef, and we got a lot of clarity from the Rolling Stone article that mm-hmm. dropped yesterday. But the Pusha T beef, um, Pusha T recorded a track all infrared. Um, Drake did not, you know, take kindly to that. So he responded with Duppy Freestyle, a track that was supposed to be the response to infrared. Mm-hmm. Um, it went at Pusha T, but uh, most of it, you would think, really just went at Kanye. Mm-hmm. And sort of his own mentor, not his own mentor, but someone he looked up to, someone he collaborated with in the past, someone who he has beef with in the past and they've reconciled since then, and they were working together in sort of a business role. That business relationship has fallen apart and the personal relationship mm-hmm. has fallen apart. Um, Pusha T responded with the story of Adi Don, mm-hmm. a very... How can I say this? Like a stabbing track. Yeah, and he said it would be a surgical summer, so I was waiting for him to drop more tracks. Yeah, but... Drake bled for, I'd say, probably the first time. Like, it it wasn't just something that was just like, he stabbed him and he was just like, ow. It was just like, no, you're bleeding, and this and it won't stop. And, the you know, in terms of just the memes and mm-hmm. the comments and the stories and everyone following, you know, his um his baby mother on social media and all this other stuff like it just won't stop and it just won't stop and it just won't stop and it really saw the first real major blow to Drake mm-hmm. and Drake has not been public since with addressing any of these concerns he has not done any interviews he's rarely even been seen in public mm-hmm. um because he's taking care of his son you think so yeah he's like breastfeeding him <laughs> um, <laughs> come get the bitty get the bitty at D Don <laughs> he drops. Scorpion, yeah, two weeks ago as a side A and side B, twenty five tracks overall. Um, fourteen tracks side A, fifteen tracks. We really could have gone with just five tracks Sorry, on 12 each. Twelve tracks, I think it was twelve and thirteen. Truly, five tracks on each side would have made me feel so much better, and it would have been. I feel like it would have been like less people for people to nitpick at because mm-hmm. for the tracks that aren't hitting, that's what people are like. Oh yeah, because Pusha T smoked him. How many? And, how many times have you listened to this album? About both sides, well, you'd say. Both sides, because I've listened to... You know, it's very funny. I've listened to the R&B side more times. Really? Yeah. I've listened to the hip-hop side, and it's usually the opposite with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've listened to the rap side because I think, to me... All right, so you think that side B is better? Yeah, because it feels more... It feels It feels more honest, you know? It always feels more honest. So, when Drake when Drake gets into, like, I'm going to sing these songs and I'm sad mode, it's just it just feels more authentic. So to me, side A sounds more authentic because he definitely sounds very much hurt on side A. Ah, uh, that's true. So side A to me, and I'm referencing the Joe Budden podcast. I wish I did this first, but, you know, whatever. Um, side A is a lot of... You gotta beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> gotta whoop his ass. Um... Side A is a lot of angst towards Kanye West. Oh, um, yeah, it's true. And let's see. I have some thoughts. Um, there's a lot of angst towards Kanye West. And for the reason why that was explored in the Rolling Stone. And I heard that's a few weeks ago, so the story kind of checks out. Um, Drake went to go Wyoming to work with Kanye West sometime mm-hmm. in March. Um 
to work on the album called Yay, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, Pusha T was there. They didn't seem any sort of beef. They didn't seem anything was really going on. Because he's a liar. Who? Pusha T. Mm. He's, he's a, an approachable guy. He's a nice guy. I don't know. Yeah, he's a liar. He's This This whole thing is kind of like, the only thing he had was, you got a kid. This is true. He's kind of a liar. Um, um, when we add it all up, like if we're looking at this like stack for stack, I mean, Drake is probably a liar more, most often than not, but he's lying to women and not me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Drake was in Wyoming working on Kanye West's album, um, essentially working with the enemy is what he sort of... You could consider it. You that. can consider it that, yeah, because yeah. it's like it's like to me know, he shouldn't have been there, but it's just it is what it is. Like, it, yeah, um, working on it. I mean, he's credited on Yikes, I believe Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kanye West has always, to me, been afraid of, of Drake? Drake. Oh, absolutely, because there was one time where it's like I think it was during Jesus's tour and Jesus's run. It's like uh, he said something about they thought he said something negative about Drake, and he came and said, "No, Drake is this great artist." And da 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 da. And I was just like, "Yeah, you don't want to get smoked by this nigga because he's he's like the light skinned wonderkin." Right. It's a, it's to me, it's always been Kanye West has idolized Drake's like appeal and also Drake's mm-hmm. versatility. And, and not even versatility and also just his status in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Like, Drake has reached an audience that Kanye West has hoped to reach. As well. I think Kanye West reached that audience in a previous iteration of his career. Um, not now, when probably it might matter the most to Kanye West when he's dealing with fashion and he's dealing with other types of music and he wants to develop all these different things that he wants that sort of... But he's kind of just like left himself over and also mm-hmm. age comes into play and all this other stuff. Drake is at his peak. Yeah. At the peak of his superpowers. He is afraid of Drake. He's also like wants the success that Drake has. Um so <sighs> Kanye West kissed the ring. I remember he kissed the ring at OVO Fest a couple years ago. He did? Yeah. He what did. a bitch. Yeah. Um so Drake went to Drake went to Wyoming to help Kanye West, and at some point Drake revealed all this information about the album that he was working on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, revealed that he had a secret child. Why would he tell him that? Uh, it's just because you know what? Friends. He probably I, yeah. thought they were friends. Yeah, he probably thought they was he friends. Probably thought they were friends. I tell you know. I'll wow. Tell you if I had a secret child. The, uh, well, I, tra- I tell you first. Right. I tell you my. Let's see. If I have a secret family, let's let's keep it let's keep it a buck because this this is what Dominican niggas do. Who you telling? I'm telling you guys first, like my friends, like Bear Canvas Sounds podcast, and then I gotta let like my other family know. Sure, <laughs> I gotta let them know, and I'm just be like, you know, I've got to celebrate two birthdays out of the year now. Yeah, listen, this is, is this is. is your sister. You are hiding a child. Well, she's here now, <laughs> so <laughs> let's um, make the best of it. He let all his thoughts, but then apparently all of it was used against him mm-hmm. um, after he left. Uh, Rolling Stone had an interview with various producers from that. He really should have just had dropped a song called Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, niggas telling all my business. So he told all his business and sort of Pusha T was able to get in the front of it. And that was really, really the release of story of Adi Don. <laughs> I just imagine him sitting behind the chairs where they're two, si- they're two sitting. He's just drinking tea. Drake has had to been, I mean, as a passionate emotional Scorpio man. The man had to be pissed. And he oh, was I ready been... with the career ender. Yeah. According to Jay Prince. Like the track that would end careers, the track that would end it. Oh yeah, he's probably got court documents saying that this nigga's a liar, saying that all this other shit, maybe he fucked King K. Who knows? I don't know. Um I put my thumb in her butt. That's just been the rumor. Honestly, it's <laughs> been he a fucked rumor. Kim K? It's been a rumor that he um 
I don't know if he's black enough to fuck Kim K. I feel like you gotta. Are you darker than a paper bag? Hmm. Then I don't think you can fuck Kim K. Um. So I mean, that was all extinguished, and now Drake has started to sort of live with the L in this beef. Yeah. And to me. To me, it kind of affected the album in terms. Oh, of the absolutely! Album. It, it affected how people received it. It affected how people received it, and then it also kind of felt like the bite wasn't strong enough. Yeah, because in a sense, it's just like you know, there's this looming sort of altercation or this looming resolution that needs to happen, and it doesn't always have to be a good resolution. It doesn't. No, there doesn't like, have to be an actual resolution to but, this because it's a farce. What do you say? It's a farce. Pusha T does not care about Drake. He does not care about Drake's life. He doesn't care about Wayne. He doesn't care about any of that shit. He just needed something to push his album mm-hmm. because his boss is basically backpedaling his whole career. Sure. He needed something to put out his album, my nigga. I feel like... I feel like he doesn't care because if he cared, he would do something about it. I feel like with the perception, at least... I don't know. There's a, there's he a wants looming... the fans to perceive something a certain way, so he's doing this. It's masterful. There's a looming issue... Don't, this takes away from the arm of Drake, and it makes yeah, it a little bit weaker. Absolutely. And I'll say this just because there's a looming issue. There's an issue of this man insulted your family, and what do you say? Oh, you're coming back with these petty jabs, but you're not going for Niggas are kill. talking about toxic masculinity, but want niggas to engage in rap beef. You mm. see this shit? <laughs> you see this shit? Like, niggas would be like, yo, that's toxic masculinity. You can't be doing that. You can't be treating people like this. But then you're like... Oh, yeah, these niggas got to buck back at each other because this is hip-hop. So it's very... All of this is very hypocritical. All of this goes, like, back and forth. And sure. it's, like, very stupid to me. Yes. But it's just, like, I'm just mad that Pusha T's album has to be cemented like this. I'm I'm not mad about anything. I just think it's just the bite out of all of the tracks seems a lot less forceful. Oh, absolutely. Um, eight out of ten which is a good track. Mm-hmm. To me, it's supposed to be an aggressive track. None of the aggressive tracks have the same, like, oh, man, that energy take, and intensity. That take Keith beat did. comes on, and you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like, ooh. And then he said, light skin, but I'm a dark nigga. Oh, I was like, oh. Oh, God. And then he said all his billions called William. Oh. The intro to this album should be celebratory. Survival. Mm-hmm. But he's jaded. He's jaded. He feels like the rap game has... Uh, his favorites like um, Kanye and Pusha T. He did idolize Pusha T. He what? loved the Clips album. Yeah. Um, he, had, he almost album. thought he had an autographed mic by Pusha T, but he didn't. He has done him wrong. He lost trust in more people. Georgia Smith, mm-hmm. who has done him wrong, or maybe just did her own thing. You know, she like, did her own thing. She's like twenty-one. You asshole. Um, <laughs> Can you really expect someone in their twenties to be tied down? I wouldn't. <laughs> On the track nonstop, he says, niggas pulling gimmicks because they're scared to rap. Well, yeah. Which is uh, a shot at Kanye West. A lot of this is a shot at Kanye West. But to me, the crux, (laughs) the crux of side A. (laughs) Oh, man. It's a track emotionless. Absolutely. A track emotionless. I'm playing it low in the background. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, SoundCloud. Um the first verse, not the second verse. The second verse is kind of icky when he starts yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about, like, I know a girl who from Montana, he used to go over to Dubai, take pictures, and show them later. Like, I, I was just like, all right, what an anecdote. But the first half. the second verse? The first. Or, or, or the verse that you need to get to. <laughs> the first verse is just like, you know, about kind of leaving me to ask, um, what's their motive in making peace? Iconic duos rip and split at the seams. He's talking about Watch the Throne. He's talking about meeting all my heroes, like seeing how magic works. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of things. And don't get me wrong, beat is fire as well. Yeah. Great use of the sample. Um, to me, I wish he would drop a video to the song. He, I think he might. I feel like there's so much song, so many times that Drake um, decides to go with the release of tracks that are radio-friendly and Club friendly and, and all this other stuff and nice for what. But we need sort of the real. We need the real, and we need it in a visual format, to be honest with you. At this point, I don't see how he's not doing visual albums because... Because it takes a lot of time, nigga. That's a lot of outfits. Yeah, but he has time. <laughs> he's fucking Drake. Everyone's waiting on him. He's not waiting on anybody else. Oh, true. He's, well, now. Yeah. Now he's not waiting on anybody else. <laughs> he's not waiting on anybody else. I don't have else. to wait for the cash money okay, nigga. Yeah, to me. I mean, I think did, that's one of the did lo- it with views, in a sense. Even I though- think that's the largest victory of this album and also why it's a double album. Why? To get him out of his contract. Oh, that's true, yeah. I feel like no one thought about that. Why is he putting out so many tracks? I was like, yo, it's a double album. He's so he's he's so jaded. He's like, listen, I don't trust anybody in this rap game anymore. DTA, don't trust anybody. Don't trust Austin. Shit. Um, another track with the don't a trust Stunner. Eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. I hated the start of this track when I first heard I it. Hate it. I still kind of hate it. I I don't think I've ever. I don't think this feels like an old good music thing. Yeah. This feels very like vintage good music. Um, he's alluding to the game ending track that will never be released because he says, "I guess luck is on your side." During this verse, like I guess luck, like it, it could have been you, but I'm, I'm deciding not to do it. Like I'm deciding that your career goes on. That's how I feel like Drake should have took the stance on this, mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, "I hate you guys so much. You're so lucky I didn't drop the track," and he, where he should be in a position like, "You're lucky. Like you're lucky to still be here." Pusha T is lucky to still be here. I'm still lucky. But then that, you know, hints at aggression a little bit more. And then Pusha T would be like, yo, is your child lucky that he, you know, has a father? Um, but overall, I think on just the first side, it's a lot of the same sort of Drake posturing. Yeah. That we've gone over the last number of years. Well, yeah. Just in sort of a long format. This is like if you're reading this too late kind of. Um, oh, no, that shit was perfect, nigga. Um, just sort of the posturing. You get that on Elevate and, mm-hmm. and Mob Ties, another favorite for me. Mob Ties needs a feature. Um, I was so mad that it didn't come with a feature. 21? Nah, not 21. A Thug. I feel like Thug would have been a good feature. Maybe even Travis. What do you think about the lack of features on this album? Because he usually has a both, like, we have views. I think he cut life. a lot of things out in the wake of, like. because you, you don't trust people? Maybe, or just because it's like he didn't, he wasn't fucking with the feel. Maybe there was like issues with the label, yada yada yada. It's just like it's real spotty all around. They have Talk Up featuring Jay Z. How do you feel about Talk Up? <laughs> Produced by DJ Paul. Hmm, how do I put this? Beef is it? Beat is hard. Yeah, I know. I think this is quite honestly the most in pocket Jay Z's been in like years. Yeah. And then he told niggas Streets is done, which I don't know what that means. Listen. Streets is done? What does that mean? I don't know. Did he he stop violence in one? I don't know. Yeah, this is definitely like DJ Paul. (laughs) This is definitely 3C Mafia style. Oh, man. Um, Big up DJ Paul. I I like Side A. Um, I like a lot of tracks on it. I'd say, you know... I don't play God. I don't play. I'm upset a lot or at all. Anymore. I have to let it run for it to play. Like I don't. I don't choose to play. I'm upset. Right. Uh, Sandra's Rose. 
Which is cute. It's cute, bro. It's mom. I love you, mommy. <laughs> I'm a daddy now. It's crazy. Wow. I told you I'll be a good dad, and now I had a kid out of wedlock. Oh my god, it's the worst thing on earth. Um, side B. Side B. Probably side my B. favorite part. Um, probably with the most iconic features. Michael Jackson. Just all around iconic features. Oh. <laughs> like tapping into the old, tapping into the new, tapping into the deceased. He's got vocals from Party Next Door on this, mm-hmm. even though they're uncredited, from Ty Dolla Sign as well. He's got accredited, unaccredited vocals from, I think there's somebody else on here too. City Girls. City Girls. Yeah, JT. Um, gosh, there's somebody else. The future on Blue uh, Tint. Yeah, and then there's um, samples of Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Samples of um, Lil Wayne. That's how you feel. Yeah. And Lil Wayne on and so in my feelings seems to be the big track. Kiki, do you love me? And Not even doing... just on just side B, just all sides in general. Yeah, nigga, they had niggas doing the shiggy dance. It's a shit. it's a good track. It's I crazy. Mean... It it you know what it is? It's that New Orleans bounce energy and a lot of bounce remixes were like 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 they take like old R&B tracks or like me- rip melodies from rap songs, right? And they just throw them over these hard pounding 808 beats, and it's just like the way the the they're just set up it's just so danceable and it's like it's upbeat you know I think in my feelings I think it just yeah I think it's a New Orleans bounce I think it's a sound that not a lot of people have heard in a very long time I think it's a sound that capitalizes off of the nice for what wave which is a song that a lot of people like what it is is that we all like the reason why bounce has this thing where it always comes back and like like even um that Travis Porter song Ayo lady. Oh, a ladies, a ladies, and bring it back. They capitalize on that bounce feel because it's like it's songs for women to shake their ass to. Sure, it's in that pocket. You Drake know, wants you to shake your ass on this after you have a good cry. <laughs> shake your ass. Yeah, shake your ass and then do the cry baby on the floor. Um, <laughs> yo, man, I miss those days seeing people do the cry baby. Like, why are you on the ground? You dirty. Uh, summer games. Summer games. Feels like it's about Rihanna. Or I feel like it's himself and Rihanna. I think it's. Uh, it's about... You think this is a sequel to Take Care? No, I think it's about... This is about a girl who probably said, I love you too soon, which I think the girl is Drake. And they had a sort of thing over the summer. The girl is Drake. Which Drake and Rihanna briefly dated over the summer until Drake had that weird moment at the VMAs where he said, I love her in public, and then they broke up. Someone says she dodged mad bullets because all her old niggas have kids. Yeah. And I was just like, is she really Shout dodging the, the billet? Because Rihanna. it's like, she could still, like, I don't know, man. She could still have kids and be sexy. I don't know. I think this album, this album showed to me that, man, Drake got a lot of L's with women. I think he's bad with women. Yeah, because he's probably selfish. That's another thing. Scorpios are very giving, but they're also, like, take their time to be very selfish at times. When you talk about the, the cavalcade of, I mean, Georgia Smith, we talk about Georgia Smith on Jaded. The entire song. It's funny because she just turned 21, so niggas are all wondering, is, like, Drake going to end up on To Catch Predator? Nah, but it's like, how would you feel? uh, 27 years old, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How would you feel getting rejected by a 19-year-old that you really liked? Um, I would check myself into therapy. Yeah. Because that's a child, nigga. (laughs) That's that's deadly, dead-ass a child. Like, she literally probably still drinks vodka. All right. All, to all my vodka drinkers that listen to the podcast. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah. You drinking vodka, you don't love yourself. Let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be real with ourselves. Um, Jada is about... I mean, he, Drake is not happy. He he went to his mom, her mom's house. 
All her parents and met her parents. Met Jolene Smith. Jolene is such a mom name, by the way. Jolene, oh yeah. Jolene is such a mom name. He went all the way to England, first of all. It's definitely like a big titty mom name too. <laughs> went all the, let's look up Jolene Smith, by the Oh, you nasty. Um, Stop that. No, I'm not Alright, but then try type in X videos after the search. No. Uh, oh. That's funny. Oh. No, that's Georgia Smith. I'm trying to find there's definitely God. Jolene Smith Drake. He would have Ladies Love Children. Oh my god, never mind. Is it Jolene? Let's see. Whatever. Yeah. I, you know, it's just on the internet. You know what? Let me it's it's in the jaded fucking on Rap Genius. But the man is uh the man is the man is not happy. Mm-hmm. The man is feels jaded. He already can't trust, you know, label people. Now he can't trust women that he loves. Um, he says, yes, I'm hurting. Yes, I'm jaded. Most of these things I don't want to say. I don't want to be around while you're chasing. Mm-hmm. You want to hit me up when you make it. You'll try and come back when you're famous. I always want the truth, but it's dangerous. You got something real not so basic. You want to get with me? Stop. Yes, I'm hurting. All right. Yes, Enough I'm free kidding. verse Drake, please. <laughs> Where's <laughs> You could do a spoken word Drake album. Of course you can, but today's not the day for that. <laughs> um, drag me drag me like two hours to your family house. Uh, Beginning in verse two. Hey, told me about your insecurities for what? Drag me to two hours to your family house for what? Oh my God. Mm. He is mad. Um... Um, quick things before we just wrap up this album entirely. Um, Michael Jackson feature, how do you feel about it? It's Isn't got, that right? Yeah, it's good. I, like people, me, people were like putting it through the mud because I feel like they expected a lot from a Michael Jackson feature. You when expected, you expected know, like a live Michael Jackson. Like, yeah. like I was like, yo, you expected like super polished vocals yeah. from something that probably ended up on the cutting room floor of yeah. like an old, old album. And just like maybe something from like history the <laughs> before past and passing. Like, like would it even, it would have been even worse if he sampled some old Michael Jackson and just yeah. put that as a feature. Listen. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is as tasteful as it's gonna get. <laughs> I think so too. Um, after dark, static major and title. Ooh, wet, wet chef kiss. Chef um, kiss, perfect. Ra- All the right fixings. Ratchet, happy birthday. It's a decent track. I love the song. It's a decent track. It just doesn't compare to the name, and that's another reason why I feel like Pusha T just made people fed up with Drake. Sure, like fake fed up with Drake sure. because it's like these are things that he already does. I think women want to shake their ass to the song where it's like. I mean, it's not the song, so what are you going to do? Shake your ass to my feelings. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Ratchet Happy Birthday is a great song to me. It has hints of, like, James Fauntleroy in it. Yeah, James Fauntleroy is, like, uh, a background vocal on that. No, it's Party Next Door. Is it? It's Party Next oh, Door. Oh, on my shit, it's credited as, as Fauntleroy. I have, I, have, um, I have Party Next Door on it. I would James Fauntleroy did help write on this album, which is now weird. Um, it's actually not weird. But... He did help contribute on this album, but he didn't help contribute to the track that feels more most like James Fauntleroy-esque, which is Ratchet, Happy Birthday. Um, James Fauntleroy also dislikes Pusha T. So, you know what? He probably dislikes him because he said some shit about singing niggas. Probably. Um, Brathwaite, that's definitely a... That's definitely a party. Yeah. Because that's definitely definitely a Jamaican last name. (laughs) 
I know all. I feel like I know all the Jamaican last names because like my cousin's ex boyfriend, he had he had like a big family, so mm-hmm. it's like there were a lot of last names, and I was just like, yeah, these last names keep repeating themselves. James Fauntleroy <laughs> contributed to finesse. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got produ- production on the. Um, let's see who's on here. I mean, we got Tay Keith. Shout out to Tay Keith on nonstop. And Tay Keith, yeah. Tay uh, Keith is so in pocket with all these beats. Listen. It's literally the same beat with the same hi hat pattern made over and over again to fool you. But it's really good. Emotionless is produced by No ID, which probably is why it sounds the way it sounds and it is the way it is. Produced by No No ID in forty in the twenty fifth hour. We have, of course, Cardo. With mm, no IDs on this? No Very ID. interesting. No ID. Suck, suck my dick, honey. No ID also <laughs> produced, you know, Survival. No we have DJ Premier, Sandra's Rose. Uh, DJ Paul on Talk Up. We have Murder Beats. He's such a nerd. When I think about it, like, Drake's, like, just choices and producers makes me go, what a nerd. <laughs> we have Fucking Murder nerd. Beats with Nice For What. We have Boy Wonder, Ratchet Happy Birthday. Um, Super Mario for Blue Tint. I don't know who Super Mario is. And Ill Mind, who is someone who produces frequently, I believe, for... Is that The Weeknd, I think? No. There's someone who produces a lot for The Weeknd. Not mm. this guy. No, it can't be this guy. This guy produces for, like, hard rappers. Um, <laughs> and Drake. Trap Money Benny. Trap Money Benny. On In My Feelings. Oh, my God. Trap Money Benny. You've... you've... We've got Don't Matter to Me, produced by 40 in 1985. Which means that if it's produced by 1985, in my mind, then it's also produced. It also means that, like, Division had a hand in it, which mm-hmm. means there's this Division version to, like, Don't Matter to Me, which means I'd rather hear that <laughs> than this Drake version. And, you know, T minus March 14th. How do you feel about March 14th? The closing it's track. It's cute. March it's 14th. It's cute. It's the same way I felt about Sanders Road. It's, like, cute. Someone posted a picture like of a kid and like his parent, like a kid and his parent, both doing the blanket wrap thing, sitting around a TV, and it was like this is gonna be like Drake and his son when they listen to March Fourteenth. March Fourteenth is it? This album is like the way he feels about the way it was released that he has a kid. Mm-hmm. The fact that he has a kid mm-hmm. with someone he met only twice be- beforehand, mm-hmm. so he was drawn for just this wild Ron. No, oh, he could have. He could have actually used a condom and it just broke. Could have used. I mean, you know, that happens too. I feel like with Drake, it's Ron. You, you think he's just Ron, bitch? I think. Do you, you think he just wants an early grade? Maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's getting thrown at him. You know. I don't know. I'd be throwing condoms at him. <laughs> um, and you know, Chalado Bedlock. He has a child. He doesn't really. He's not. He doesn't appear to be in close contact with them or something along those lines. He doesn't have a lot of. He doesn't share like a lot of experiences with the child, which is usually someone, something that rappers or just artists in general seem to talk about closely on their albums, especially on their albums when they have their first child. Like Chris Brown had a whole album called Royalty. Hmm. Um. After North was born, Kanye West had a whole album about, you know, not a whole album, but just, like, a whole track about North, a whole, uh, you know, Jay-Z, Blue, all the Beyonce, Blue. Like, this doesn't seem to have the same care. I don't know about the relationship between him, his wife's, I mean, his baby mother and their child, Aidan. But you know what? Let's look out for Drake in the future. Um, How do you feel overall about this album? I feel like it's better than what people review it to be. I feel like the backlash made it a certain way, and I feel like people... I think people gave it a, a bad, shitty reviews just to, just for, like, for buzz, basically. To me... Oh, yeah, this is Drake's worst album. And it's I was not, like, it's not, not Drake's worst, worst album. It's not I was like, best. have you heard his first album? 
that is his worst album. His first album was his worst album. Um, to me, there's positive on this album. There's negatives on this album. It's just very big. But and, yeah, and it's only big because it's literally a rush to get out of the label. But if there's a net for anything, it lands in the positive side mm-hmm. to me. But it doesn't always like I'd probably give this album like a three point five out of five. Three point five out of five. Mm, I give it three point mm, three point eight. Three point eight. Closer to a four, but not exactly a four, because it's just so it's just so bulbous. It's just so massive and out like a massive set. Of- to me, there's a lot of stuff you don't care to listen to. Woo, is there, nigga? Like Woo. a lot of stuff. Like there's a lot. Like it's not, and it's not so much that. There's their tracks that are critical, but there's a lot of st- stuff that's really not, and some stuff that's just like Drake has done it before and he's done it better, and we've heard this a million or tracks that we've heard a million times before, and he's just doing the same thing. So you know what? That's our Drake review. That's the Scorpion review. Um, that's the episode too. That's the episode of Two Belts, episode one fifty two. This one's not as long. This one's not as long. We no, we didn't have to make it two hours like last. Oof, time. Thank God. Um, but then again, we yeah, we were playing catch up. Um. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, SoundCloud backslash Two Belts Podcast for now. I mean, just listen or just find listen. us on Apple. Find us on iTunes. You can definitely find us on iTunes on Two Belts. Um, you can find us on RNC Radio Feed. We will follow them do, 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 do. on RNC Radio Live. Follow us at Two Belts Podcast on Twitter. Follow us separately. You want to follow your actual Twitter? Oh yeah, they can follow me on my Damn it, Carlos Twitter. They could follow me on my my IG. My my every account is literally the same thing. Damn it, Carlos branding. Um, yeah, branding because it's like I feel like no one would take that name, and there's just a lot of Carloses in the world. And also, Damn it, Carlos. Yeah, it rolls off the tongue. Um, and you can follow me at Meals TV M E E L Z T V, where you can see all my Bandit Keith tweets. Um, <laughs> Bandit Keith, fuck them up. <laughs> oh my god, that's been the highlight of my mentions. Um, and yeah, you can two more weeks, and we'll be back. What will we be talking about? Who knows? Nicki Minaj is fucking nuts. Maybe. Yeah, might Pro- as well talk that's about probably it. gonna be a highlight. Why. Queen's on its way, and we got to talk about her meltdowns. Um, but until then, stay tuned. Maybe we'll have a guest next time. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's let's go. We for should. It. Um. Yeah, we'll be back next time. Thank you for listening to episode 152 of Two Belts. We are out. I love you all. Peace.